In my experience as a professional organizer, the difference between just getting organized versus staying organized long-term comes down to three key things, decluttering, storage solutions, and maintenance systems. And today on the Speak Organized podcast, we're gonna be talking about the favorite, most fun of those items, the storage solutions. I'm talking about all of the bins and pretties and all of the things that you see on Pinterest and Instagram that make your home feel beautiful and organized. But I'm gonna take it a step further today and I'm gonna help you choose the easiest storage solutions so that you can stay organized long term I'm going to break down seven of my go-to products that I find myself reaching for and picking up for clients and for my own space time and time again. So if you want to make your decluttering and organizing journey a whole lot easier, stick around and let's get into it. Welcome to the Speak Organized podcast. This is episode five, and I'm your host, Melanie Summers, professional organizer, decluttering expert, and productivity-based life coach. I like to speak organized to give you the tools to conquer your clutter, live life with more purpose, and learn all about the business of tidying. So before we get into breaking down seven of my favorite organizing storage solutions, I wanna give you guys some overall guidelines and ground rules that I like to follow when looking for a storage product. And this is everybody's favorite part. They love to go shopping, but it can very quickly turn to overwhelm and overspending. So I wanna help you eliminate some of the headaches that come with choosing the right storage solution. So the main criteria for me is that it has to be something that makes it easier to put the item away than it is to take out. And that comes down to maintenance. If we want to be organized long-term, not just get organized and have it be that way for a day or two, then we need to be realistic about how easy it is to use that storage solution. So if putting something away is very easy, you're going to be more likely to keep up with it. And underneath that is a sort of sub criteria. And this is what I call the one action or one hand test. And I've talked about this on my YouTube channel. I teach this principle in a lot of my decluttering classes that I teach online. And this basically comes down to, can I put this item away or can I access it with just one hand or one action? So if it requires multiple steps, if there are several different things that you have to do in order to get to the thing that you need, you're going to be less likely to interact with that thing and you're going to abandon the storage solution. So you might in, end up investing several hundred or even thousands of dollars in a very complex organizing system that you just don't even use because it becomes too much of a headache. There are too many variables, too many steps that you have to take to use it. So those are my two basic criteria for good storage solutions that make it easy to stay organized long-term. So there's that to start off with. And I also wanna make sure that if you are new here to my channel or to the podcast, depending on if you're watching this on YouTube or listening on your favorite podcast app, I wanna make sure that you know kind of what I Speak Organized is all about 
And for me, as a professional organizer, I want it to be about community. I want to be a resource for people that can come and find the advice and the help that they need on their decluttering and organizing journey. It's not just about coming and finding inspiration and getting excited and then not having the strategy or the systems to implement and make it happen. It's more about having the community and the accountability to follow through and make those dreams a reality. It's definitely one thing to have all of the inspiration and have the ideas. It's another thing to know the steps to be able to take to achieve that. And so that is where I speak organized and I as a pro organizer want to fill in that gap to give you control and give you understanding of the process. Getting organized and becoming productive is definitely a journey and it's also a set of learned skills. And I work with clients and I come across people in my community all the time that believe that you have to be born organized or it's just not something that comes naturally to them. And while that may be true and some people might just be naturally more inclined to an organized lifestyle, it can be a learned skill and you can change your environment to be able to eventually become the identity of an organized person. So that's another factor that I like to sort of advocate for as a decluttering and organizing expert and building that community. So I wanna make sure that you have the resources available to you if you wanna get more involved, if you need help or you need some guidance, some training, um, and just a person that you can come to, I wanna be that person for you. So the easiest way that you'll be able to do that is by joining my free Facebook group. I will leave all the information down below in the show notes if you're listening to the podcast or in the YouTube description if you're watching this video and it's completely free to join there's no criteria or anything that you need to be able to join at least not at this point because the group is still relatively small and my goal for 2022 was to grow this group and really nurture it and really truly do what I set out to do uh, with the mission of my business to build a very supportive and robust community with lots and lots of resources so the barrier to entry can be super low and everybody can have access to good quality home organizing content. So again, it's totally free. I host maybe one to two mini trainings per month. I feel like that's kind of up to what I can handle with my schedule as well as sort of spread it out for all of you guys who are obviously so busy and have your own lives to run. And so I try to keep it pretty low key, but also informative. So it's about one training per month. I would be honored to have you join so that you can get some of that custom feedback on your journey too. All right, with all that being said, let's go ahead and dive into the seven organizing storage solutions that are gonna make your life so much easier when it comes to getting organized long-term. So the first one are drop front bins. If you're watching this on YouTube, you can see what an example of that looks like. If you're listening to this podcast, be sure to click on the links so that you have a sort of visual idea of what these products look like. And these are also links where you'll be able to either purchase or have a little bit of a digital swipe file to find your own that might fit your space better. 
So a drop front bin is great because usually they're stackable. Those are the kind that I typically look for. And sometimes I will find ones that also have handles so that if you need to lift the actual bin off, it's almost like a bucket that you can kind of move out of the way to make things more easy to access underneath. And it's called a drop front primarily. So if you can see it, obviously the front has dropped lower than the sides in the back. So it makes getting to the contents inside that much easier. And it actually makes it easier to put away because you just kind of have to slide it in there and forget about it. Now, if you need a drop front bin that has a lid, I recommend the kind that has a front hinge lid because it still allows you the functionality of not having to lift something off to get inside the bin. All you have to do is kind of lift up the little hinge lid and get to what you need. And it adds that extra protection from the dust or the moisture or whatever it is that you need to do. So you can always look for one that has a little hinge lid at the front or you can just go for the open stacking ones. Generally speaking, whenever you're using stackable bins, I try to steer clients away from kinds with lids or I'll tell them to just ditch the lids entirely and use them as just little baskets on a shelf instead because the extra step of having to take the lid off, put it back on, they always get lost, they are always getting separated from each other, it just, becomes such a headache and I do this enough <laughs> that I know that to just kind of be a common theme and so I kind of try to steer people away from them and drop front bins are an awesome alternative so definitely go check those out. All right, so the next one is a lateral filing cabinet. And I like these for home office and sort of home document filing systems because they make them in a sort of furniture style. So you can get a lateral filing cabinet that is very wide and not so deep or tall so that it can act as sort of like a credenza or a side table or just a nice accent piece in your space and they come in a lot of faux or wood finishes that can blend in really well with the rest of your decor and the rest of your furniture at home it's not like those big sort of ugly <laughs> metal filing cabinets that we all see at schools and um, in the sort of like corporate office aesthetic and they make having your home filing system very, very easy. And generally speaking, when you're first starting to build a home filing system, you can have all of the extra hanging files and all of the file inserts and everything that you need to fill out your filing system over time. And so you're obviously probably not gonna fill up the entire thing, both levels, if it's a two drawer system, you'll really only just be filling it partially and then you'll have all the supplies stored and ready to go as you continue to add to the filing system. So those are great. Put a little plant on top, really super cute and very, very functional as well. The next one is going to be a wing lid bin. And this is kind of similar to the hinge front that I was talking about for uh, drop front bins. And the wing lid is a type of like, a, it's hard to describe it. If you can just look at the swipe file, you'll understand, but it's uh, kind of like a hinge in the center. So it has a lid that opens up 
like uh, butterfly wings from the center and then can close and sort of lock in the middle so that you can stack these bins on top of each other. And the two best styles of storage for this are gonna be, again, for portable storage file boxes and items like seasonal decor or um, things that need to be stored in a garage or in a storage space or an attic. You can use these hinge sort of winged lid bins to store all of those items. And these are great as well because you don't use the lid, or you, I'm sorry, you don't lose the lid, but you still have the availability of the lid should you need it and be able to stack boxes on top of each other. And I do recommend if you get these that you buy the clear kind so that you can see the contents inside, unless of course you're storing something like papers and photos that need to be protected from light so that they're not damaged uh, by the sunlight and by fading and all of that. Uh, but generally speaking, I recommend that you get the clear kind. All right, coming in at number four on our list are octopus hooks, and these are my favorite organizing storage solution. It's nothing fancy, aside from anything magnetic, which I, I love magnetic storage because it's just, it's so easy. But this is probably the thing that is gonna make your life the easiest because it just flawlessly passes my one action test. And an octopus hook looks exactly the way that it sounds. It's got a round top and at the bottom you have two hooks side by side. So it's not like a standard coat rack hook where you have one on top and one underneath for a hat and a jacket where things that are put on the top hook often can get draped over the thing underneath and then you lose sight and therefore lose access to the thing underneath. So the octopus hooks make your items hang side by side and you get double the hanging capacity because of the two hooks. And they are incredibly affordable. I pick them up by the dozen at different hardware stores or Home Depot, Lowe's, wherever you happen to be. They come in just, you can just pick a bunch up in a bin and throw them in your cart and they're like a dollar and change. And they're super easy to install in the wall and they just, they, they pass the test, you know? You can put things away with just one action, just one hand. If you have little kids, you've got a baby on your hip, you only have one free hand half the time, that is my life. And so there are octopus hooks all over my house. I use wall hooks all the time so that I can bend down with that one hand and pick up that jacket or whatever and just stick it on the hook and forget about it. So octopus hooks are definitely gonna make your life so much easier. Number five are just regular stacking drawers. So similar to a stacking drop front bin, I like stacking drawer sets, especially more narrow ones that you can fit underneath a kitchen sink or a bathroom vanity. These are great for storing toiletry items, for storing those sort of little unruly cleaning supplies underneath your sink. You can also use the acrylic kind if you set them on top of your vanity. The acrylic ones have a really nice clean aesthetic that you can just wipe with a nice microfiber cloth to get rid of the dust. And then you can organize your jewelry in there. You can do your makeup. They come in all different 
types and styles and colors and sizes and I really just like again having that vertical storage that makes it easy to pull things out see what you have in that drawer it's all contained in one space but you can pull it out and see everything so that nothing gets lost and then of course you're not having to do the extra step of picking something up to get to the thing underneath it's just a simple action of pulling a drawer out and putting it back in so that comes in at number five very self-explanatory all right getting down towards the end of the list here we're at number six shelf risers and these again are so simple but they do add a value in both aesthetics and function because you're able to stack things that are normally jumbled front to back you're not having to move anything out of the way to get to something behind you're turning your storage situation into a vertical one you're able to stack things so that you can see everything that you have it's like adult blocks <laughs> and so these are great in so many different applications I use them in various different types of spaces the most common ones are going to be linen closets or kitchen cabinets those are the two biggest ones especially those awkward spaces that have a lot of vertical storage space that you aren't able to use in kitchen cabinets it's especially problematic because that top shelf you have a head clearance of like two feet and you're putting items in that shelf space front to back and you have all of this dead storage space and you're having to do the shuffle of moving things out of the way or taking it out and getting to the things in the back and things get lost and you overbuy and then things get expired and this is going to completely eliminate it. I will say that not all shelf risers are created equal and I recommend that you don't go for the wire kind that have the shelf that have that have large gaps between each wire because it makes standing things up on end very difficult. They're just going to flop all over the place. You can buy a bin like an acrylic bin or a basket about the same size as the riser and you can put it on top of the riser to kind of eliminate that but if we want to make it super super easy look for shelf risers that have a pretty flat smooth surface that, that are going to make storing the things on top of them really easy this is best for things like dishes i use them in linen closets to store baskets of washcloths and different toiletry supplies sometimes i will put shorter items underneath like uh, baskets with deodorant and toothpaste and shaving supplies and things like that if it's maybe underneath a bathroom sink something like that and then on the top shelf I'll put a turntable and put all of the body wash and the shampoo and conditioner and the soap or maybe cleaning supplies whatever it happens to be that you're storing you can use that vertical space and you put a turntable on top to make it even easier to access all of the items there and before we get to number seven I'm going to throw a bonus in there because as we were talking about number six I realized that 
turntables should have made this top seven list. And so let's consider that your organizing storage solution bonus because they really do make organizing and staying organized long-term so much easier, especially when it comes to storing items that are out of your direct line of visibility. So these are things that get stored up really high or really low. If you have tall kitchen cabinets and you're really short or you don't wanna use a step ladder to get to things, the turntable will allow you to move items from front to back just by rotating the Lazy Susan. And so then things aren't gonna get lost in the back and out of your field of vision. And same thing kind of goes for if you have limited mobility or you don't wanna get down very low to look underneath a bathroom sink or a kitchen cabinet, you are able to rotate those items from front to back using that Lazy Susan. And those things are then less likely to get lost in that sort of dark pit in the back. So there's your bonus. And number seven, this is a sort of haughtily debated one, but I am going to kind of give you my very quick two cents on why these are awesome. So these are clear decanting containers. And I think that they actually do make getting organized much, much easier long-term if you use them correctly. So decanting has become really popular within the last couple of years. And so I wanna give you guys a few best practices and criteria that you can follow if you wanna do it in a way that is actually functional and does make the practice a lot easier. And if you're not familiar with, with what that means, if you think, oh, decanting wine, if that's really the only thing that you have ever known of it, it basically is just a blanket term for taking things out of the original packaging and storing them in a storage container. So it generally is like an acrylic container with an airtight seal on it, or it's a bin in your refrigerator, or people even decant their laundry detergent and their OxyClean and even the little dryer sheets and things like that. And I find that doing things like that in the laundry area is more for aesthetics. It's not necessarily going to make your life easier and more functional. Same thing with hand soap in the bathroom. If aesthetics are really important to you and you wanna decant things to have a more uniform look and a sort of overall higher end and feel, that's great. Um, but if you're coming to this episode feeling like you want an easy solution, I would say stay away from that style of decanting. And we're gonna focus more on the functionality of it for dry goods in your pantry and for items in your refrigerator. So the reason why you would want to do that and why it would make your life easier in those two specific applications is because it makes those foods last longer. So especially if you're getting the OXO pop top ones, you can get those at Costco, you can get them at the container store, you can get them maybe even at Target and Bed Bath and Beyond. They're sold all over the place. You can buy them online too. Um, they are a little bit spendy and you can find some good alternatives on Amazon, but because they have that airtight seal to them, you're able to allow those foods to stay in your pantry longer without them drying out, without them spoiling. Um, if you are okay keeping items in your pantry after they're just a little bit expired, I don't necessarily advocate for that. I don't want anybody getting sick, but you know what I mean. Um, you can you can know that decanting is going to allow you to hold on to those things just a little bit longer and they'll stay fresher. 
and it also allows you to have a little bit more of a uniform look in your pantry. So it's both functional and aesthetic at the same time. And it allows you to set up a storage system that is going to stay the same. And so you're gonna be able to maintain it. Even when you're rotating in different types of grains, maybe you start a different diet and you start rotating in different foods, as long as those things can fit in that same container, you'll be able to maintain the system long-term. So that's why I like using it specifically in a pantry or in a refrigerator. And the same thing goes for the types of, of decanting containers that you get. You want to make sure that you're getting the right container for the space. You can actually get decanting containers for fresh fruits and veggies that have strainers built in and sealing lids so that if you have raspberries or strawberries or things that are prone to mold when they're exposed to moisture, they have the ability to sort of drain the moisture away and keep it off of the fruit and keep it fresher longer. And so that is another reason why I like to use those in the fridge. And they also make it easy to stack as well. These are all just functional things to be thinking about when you're considering decanting for function versus just for aesthetics. So hopefully all of that information helps. All right, that wraps it up. Those are seven, well, technically eight, because I gave you a bonus in there. Organizing storage solutions that are easy and make your space more beautiful, less cluttered, and just overall easier to maintain as you are on your journey to a clutter-free, tidy life. So hopefully all of that helps. Really appreciate having you guys here. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. However you are consuming this content, I am honored to have had this time with you. And again, make sure that you click that link down below in the description or in the show notes to join my free Facebook group at the time that I'm filming this, I'm going to be doing a paper management mini training next week. So check the date there. Even if you join, maybe you can just scroll through. I always pin those trainings to the top of my feature bar in my Facebook group. So you'll be able to find any of the trainings really easily. So that's what's coming up down the pipeline in the relatively near future. And beyond that, I hope you guys have a fantastic day. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. If you are listening on your favorite podcasting app, please rate this podcast on Apple Podcasts. It would mean so much to me. It's a free way to support your favorite content creators. So please consider leaving me a review. If you're on YouTube, go ahead and smash that like button if you got value out of this tutorial. And be sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel so that you don't miss another episode. Hit that little notification bell and it will tell you every time I post a new video so that you won't be missing out. Hope you guys have an awesome day and I will see you in the next one.